seven company policies you need to have in place today. And if not, hopefully in the next few weeks, you can get this on the calendar and add it uh, to your policies and procedures because every business needs these. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show, where we're obsessed about making dough and the restaurant business. My name is Hingham and my husband and I, we own six restaurants here in the San Antonio area. And we love our industry. And that's why I make these videos for you. Hopefully it serves you now. Let's talk about 10 policies you need in place today. First thing is your I-9. You need to have a policy to be compliant with what the government is asking you. This is non-negotiable. You already know that. So that's why I'm saying you need to already have this in place. And as you already know, you need to have an onboarding process. We are revising. And the reason I'm recording this is because we are revising our HR policies. I don't know if you know, but we added three restaurants in this quarter we opened three restaurants so this year so far as i'm recording is is 2022 we opened four restaurants so it's been really intense we broke every system we had and we are revamping our systems again of course and the hr game is one of them and so we've been working diligently every week rebuilding our hr systems and we're going to be recording um and doing a an hr workshop my husband and i coming up very soon so if you're interested in that hr workshop be sure to look at the link down below. We're going to share with you what we are doing. Uh, we're working with an HR person as well to make sure we're compliant and all of this stuff that I'm talking about today and way more deeper. We'll go over in that workshop. If you're interested, you can get the replay, what have you. Check the link below and sign up so we can see you. Now let's get into it. So 10 company policies you need. Number one is you need to have a system and a policy in place that's called before your first day. So when you interview people, you conduct an interview, you have a communication to tell them you're hiring them and what's next for them. When they need to come for their onboarding, you want to make sure before they come for the onboarding, they know to bring their I-9 documents. They need to bring their food handlers um, certificate. If they're a driver, they need to bring their vehicle for a vehicle inspection. I'm going to go over all these in a, in a minute here. Bear with me. These are really fun topics the vehicle inspection, the insurance, valid insurance, they need to know what they need to bring to their onboarding. Do you have a before your first day, like procedure in place? So N and I-9, you need to make sure you train your managers to understand I-9 compliance. This is non-negotiable. This is from the government and we need to do it. And you need to make sure that you have a photo ID of, as you know, this is nothing new. This is the I-9 stuff. And again, I want to tell you, I'm not an HR person. We are restaurant owners. So do your due diligence and don't sue me over HR. I'm just telling you things you need to have in place. So you need to have the, have a valid photo ID of the team member and proof of residency. Look for I-9 instructions, download the, the PDFs from the government, make sure it's the latest version. You need to be compliant when it comes to I-9. And so if you're not that right now and you don't have a system in place to get that corrected on a yearly basis, you need to make sure everybody's documents are valid in your, all, for all of your employees, you need to have a policy in place for now effectively ASAP. You need to have a system in place for compliance ongoing. So one of the things we do, we have a payrolling payroll software we use. You can use Google Calendar. You can use a spreadsheet. There is a lot of ways to do this. But all I'm saying is you need to have a policy and a procedure in place to make sure every year when somebody's food handler is food handler certificate is expiring that you get notified to get that corrected. So you can approach a staff member and tell them that their food handlers is expiring, for instance. 
and uh, that you need the new food handler certificate. So you need to have a play system for that. The third thing I said, if you have drivers, you need to be taking extra care of that. If you do offer any delivery in-house, you need to have a system and policies for that. What if the driver doesn't dispatch properly? You know, like the drivers, you need to have policies for them. Again, the vehicle inspection. What if their tires are this and that? And they go and get in a car accident and the company gets sued. That never happens. Um, right. You know, the insurance, it better be up to date. All of those stuff you need to have policies for your drivers if it applies to you. Another policy you need to have is a wage deduction. What are some of the things that could allow you as a company to deduct wages? One could be if you offer health benefits, one could be if you have a child support, what have you, that's a wage deduction policy in place. Other things are if you provide uniforms in some states, you can do a wage deduction. It could be for the next you know, four weeks, you de deduct a, a little bit out of their wages to be able to pay for their uniforms. What if an employee uh, drops a piece of equipment and creates a $3,000 damage? What are your policy for that? Do you have a wage deduction? Maybe it's a $300. I mean, this happens to us. Um, and it's like the cheese grater, they, you know, they drop it or a meat slicer or something. And that's a few hundred dollars because it bent, it won't go into place now, the, che the cheese attachment, for instance. Do you have a wage deduction policy in place? Here's what I'm telling you. We have a wage deduction policy in place and we have not charged the staff a dollar of all the damages they've created, but at least we have a policy in there. So if I need to bluff for a second and tell them that, listen, if you damage equipment, that may come out of your paycheck. Maybe that freaks them out again. I'm, I'm not giving you HR advice. Don't come sue me for it, but we have not actually charged anybody for it, but it's good to have a policy in place. Uniform policy. Do you have a uniform policy? And the reason that's important is because the time to enforce a uniform policy and for you to think isn't that if you have somebody who has a lot of piercings in their head, they have tattoos in their face, who knows? They come with very, very short shorts. If you don't have a policy in place, people are going to take it to an extreme. And by then, when you have to, by then it's too late for you to come up with a uniform policy. What is acceptable? What is not acceptable? We've always done like jeans or khakis, you know, it needs to be below your knee level, no matter if you're a man or a woman, it needs to be right below your knee. So ladies don't come for very short shorts or the boys come with gym shorts or ting tops, whatever. What is your uniform policy? And you need to make it known. Again, if you want to dig into deeper into what are our policies, you, we can provide you a print a Google doc of all of our stuff that you can edit and make your own. Be sure to check out the HR kind of a workshop we're going to put together very soon and we'll have the replay available as well. Incident report policy. Do you have a, po a policy in place when there is an incident? The incident can be um, two employees get into a fist fight in the middle of the kitchen. Do you have an incident report system in place and policy? How are you going to handle it? If a driver is out there and gets into a car accident, incident is when an, a customer comes in and cusses at one of your team members and how that's handled. You have an incident report policy um, in place where all the witnesses fill out the form and whatever you, what are your policies for that? Right. Do you have a policy for it is all I'm asking you. If not, you got to get one in place because, um, incidents happen all the time. Do you have an immediate termination policy in place? What are some of the things that an employee can do if they get caught or if they are, they do those things that will lead into their immediate termination. If they steal money and we do our due diligence and we prove that indeed they stole money, they should be 
immediately terminated. And so you will not have any backlash from the employee and or the government for wrong terminate, wrongful termination because you have an immediate termination policy. If you have, for example, a team member cusses and is rude at a customer and a customer complains about it, does that lead to immediate termination? If they steal product, if they get into a physical fight with another team member, what are your policies for that? Isn't that fun work to do HR work? If you're in business, if you're a manager, if you're a restaurant owner, it doesn't matter. You're in business and this stuff affects you. And we're learning as we go. And we've been reacting to a lot of different things that they come and some of them trying to be proactive. And as I said, we are revising our policies because you need to be revising your policies most likely every year. And these were some of the top five to seven policies that I wanted to bring up to your attention. Now, let me know which one of these policies is one you're going to work on first. And if you're going to attend the workshop, let me know in the comments below. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you do not miss any future shows. And with that, we got a lot of work to do. Let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.